0: Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: A Long Island court case could be the vehicle which finally establishes a legal definition of death. This is Lester Smith reporting with the 7 o'clock WR Radio News. Suffolk County prosecutors will attempt to prove that the death of 17-year-old Karen Pomeroy of Islip, Long Island had been due to a brutal beating inflicted on her with a railroad spike, and not her removal from a life support system after she'd been hospitalized. District Attorney Henry O'Brien said today the prosecution will rely on sound, conservative medical opinion based on criteria established at Harvard University. In the case against ex-convict Walter Carey, who today pleaded innocent to the indictment charging him with murder, Ms. Pomeroy was mugged on her way home from school on November 29th and beaten over the head in a robbery which netted one dollar. A 6-3 United States Supreme Court decision handed down today has probably angered a lot of American women. The high court upheld the right of employers to exclude pregnancy costs in their health plans. The ruling overturned a lower court decision on a suit brought by 43 women against General Electric, which had ordered the company to provide pregnancy benefits if the other disabilities were covered. The high court ruling said the GE stand did not violate federal law. Jimmy Carter talked with some very influential Americans today about possible jobs in his new administration and the interviews will continue at the governor's mansion in Atlanta tomorrow. Former defense secretary James Schlesinger and Columbia Pre- professor Zbigniew Brzezinski, a top Carter foreign policy advisor, are on the list today with Vice President Walter Mondale sitting in on the talks. Tomorrow, former Air Force Secretary Harold Brown, who is now the president of Caltech, will talk with Mr. Carter. Brown is considered a leading candidate for the job of Defense Secretary. Carter Aide said there may be announcements of more cabinet appointments later this week. U.N. Secretary General Kurt Waldheim was re-elected to a second five-year term, and United States Ambassador William Scranton said he was very pleased with the Security Council action. Waldheim's approval came on a second ballot by a 14-0 vote after the first ballot saw China veto Waldheim in favor of former Mexican President Luis Echeverria, and we'll have more after this. It's Culligan's 40th anniversary, and your greater New York, Long Island, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Culligan dealers are offering spectacular 40th anniversary savings. For instance, as a new customer, limited-time special, when you rent a Culligan water conditioner for a year period, you get a 40% discount on the first four months' rental rate. That's 40% off on the first four months' rental rate, all because it's Culligan's 40th anniversary. You know, we've been, you've been wanting to have all the benefits of clear, filtered, conditioned water in your home. And now you can have an unlimited supply from every faucet. Get this limited-time 40th anniversary special by calling your greater New York, Long Island, New Jersey, or Connecticut Culligan dealer. He's in the yellow pages, underwater. Call and say...
2: Hey, call man!
1: Whatever the water problem, bad taste, bad smell, bad odor, there's a Culligan man in your community with equipment specially engineered to solve your aerial water problem. If your Culligan man can't solve your water problems, nobody can. Attorney Edward Rappaport, former counsel of the New York City Patrolmen's Benevolent Association, was elected to the New York City Council today, filling the vacancy created earlier this week by the resignation of Howard Golden, who is expected to be named the interim Brooklyn Borough President. The council's three black, two Puerto Rican, and three other members abstained from voting in protest against the Thanksgiving night fatal shooting of a 15-year-old black youth by Officer Robert Torsney, whom Rappaport represents. The council members criticized Rappaport for statements he had made in defense of Torsney, but the attorney said that he was simply performing his duty as a lawyer. State Motor Vehicles Commissioner James Meldon disclosed today that an investigation being conducted by his department has shown that employees at state and local offices have defrauded the state of millions of dollars. The commissioner said the employees had pocketed license and registration fees after tampering with a machine that validates the applications, Meldon said a department office on Staten Island had shown a loss of $100,000 in the last year. A lot of residents of Midtown Manhattan strongly object to the idea, but the City Council today, the City Planning Commission today approved the resumption of helicopter flights from the roof of the Pan Am building to the three area airports. The proposal still requires approval by the Board of Estimate. United Parcel Service employees have been on strike for nearly three months. Vote on Thursday on a new contract proposal. If it is approved by the rank and file, the strike could be over on Friday. This is Lester Smith reporting. Next news as it happens. Next scheduled news at 8 o'clock with John Wingate over WOR Radio 710. The talk of New York. We invite you now to listen to the W R Mystery Theater, which presents Enough Rope. <laughs>
3: E.G. Marshall. Everybody, said Mark Twain, talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. That statement is all right, as far as it goes, but it doesn't go far enough. For instance, there are those people who try to do something about it. And are they successful? Some of them are. So why haven't we heard about them? The answer is, most of them don't want us to. Our mystery drama, Enough Rope was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. It is a magic moment. You are at your Buick dealer's, about to drive home in your brand-new Buick LeSaver. It's lean and trim, classic lines. It looks quite unlike any full-size Buick you can remember. You get in. A heady new car smell surrounds you. Your LeSabre feels the way it looks, tight. You turn the wheel a little. No wasted motion in this car. Big brushed metallic gauges look back at you. That V6 engine is doing great. You rub your hand on the seat. Six people could be really comfortable in here. You swing into your driveway. Your wife, the kids, the dog, everyone but the parakeet descends on the car and gets in. Off you go to nowhere in particular. Life and your Sabre are great.
4: Maybe the dog shouldn't sit on the seats.
5: That's my here.
6: shop, Shopright. Shoprite has. Yes, Shoprite has great eating at the meat department this week. Shoprite's little quartered frying chickens, forty-three cents a pound. Italian-style sausage, pork, and veal, eighty-nine cents a pound.
4: When you're out shopping, take time out for a delicious glass of 100% orange juice from Florida. This is Anita Bryant for the Florida Orange Growers. Orange juice is a refreshing, natural, midday pick-me-up. Its natural sugars are sure to give you a lot of the energy you need to get through the afternoon.
2: Orange juice, it isn't just for
5: breakfast anymore.
3: The concept of reality has intrigued, absorbed, challenged, and for all I know, even plagued philosophers throughout the centuries. What is real? Is anything real? Who are we? What are we? Isn't each of us merely a brief pause in eternity? Perhaps each of us is a dream. The philosophers get bogged down, and at the end, we're no wiser than we were at the beginning. Which, if you want to look at it that way, could be the story of life. Well, so much for philosophy. How about some action? A young man is sitting on a horse. He has a rope around his neck. The other end of the rope is tied securely to the stout branch of a huge tree. Watching the scene are several grim faced, determined
5: men Bunco Billy Baxter! You false-faced, thieving, varmint. You pathetic excuse for a human being. You got anything to say before you hang by the neck? Until you get your just desserts? Well, I ain't ready for my just desserts, Brother Jethro, seeing as Hal ain't lived long enough to enjoy the full meal. That's enough! All right, boys, he's had his last words. <laughs> Hold on! Uh-
4: you release that man. Now, look here, ma'am. This ain't none of your affair. I just made it my affair. I will not permit this lynching. Well, it ain't exactly a lynching. Oh, no? Well, what is it, then? He's well, just dispensing justice.
5: He had no right to swindle us out of $10,000. We're all
4: hard-working, silver-mining folk, and we aim to have justice. A moment, please. Now, that white-haired gentleman, I, I believe he's some 50 yards away from me. You, sir, with a white beard and the corncob pipe in your mouth. Now, hold your horse very steady, sir. That's it. Now, don't move. Hey, ma'am, you had no call. I shot the pipe out of that gentleman's mouth to prove I can hit what I aim at. Now, sir, I'm aiming this weapon directly at your heart. What? Well, you'll never get away with this. Release the guest of honor at this lynching party, or you'll join him on his journey. Now.
5: Don't.
4: Do nothing hasty, ma'am. You there. The one that want to hang. What's your name?
5: Uh, Baxter, ma'am. Billy Baxter.
4: Mm. Can you free your hands? Well, I think so, ma'am. Well, that's fine. Now, gentlemen, don't any of you become restless. Remember, if anyone reaches for a weapon, you'll lose Mr. Jethro.
5: Now, be careful, boys. He can't get far. We can always capture him again.
4: All right, Billy. Reach up. Loosen the noose around your neck. that's fine. Now, lift it off. Sorry, Mr. Redhair, but you forced me to shoot that revolver out of your hand. Boys, don't try. Don't. Now, Billy Baxter, you just head for the territorial border as fast as that horse can go. I'll entertain these gentlemen long enough to give you a start.
5: Oh, I'm eternally grateful to you, ma'am. If ever the opportunity arises that I can ever do something you for you... you better
4: get moving. Yes,
5: ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
2: Giddy-up, horse.
5: Uh, hold on there. Who's that? Hey, uh, d- don't make move now. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey there, it's you. Good thinking. Uh, who are you? Who am I? Well, I mean, uh, you're sure the prettiest gal I ever did see.
4: Oh, pretty perhaps. A gal? No, I don't think so. How old would you say I am?
5: Uh, uh, 19? Oh, come on now, tell the truth. 25. Billy! Well, you can't be a day over 30.
4: If I was still alive, I'd be, uh, Mm, what year is this? 1891. Uh, th- th-
5: wh- wh- what do you mean if you were still alive now let me
4: add this up. I was never really very good at painting yeah, well, what do you mean if you were still alive well, I was born in the year fifteen fifteen so i would be uh, i would be uh, 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 three hundred and seventy six years old do, do I subtract that right? 1515 from
5: 1891? B- ma- ma'am, that's impossible.
4: Right, 376. Well, n- nobody could possibly be alive at the age of 376. Well, I didn't say I was alive.
5: Well, well if you ain't alive, what are you?
4: I have crossed that great divide. I was born in Germany in 1515, the province of Cleves. Oh, ma'am, when you say that, I get cold shivers. Of course, I was a cousin of the Duke's daughter, the Duke of Cleves. Her name was Anne. You follow this? Uh, no, no, ma'am, oh, I'll... pay attention. My mother was Italian, so she named me Alida. I grew up and I became a companion to my cousin Anne. And do you know who she became? Anne of Cleves.
5: Uh, Anne of Cleves? No,
4: ma'am, I... The fourth wife of King Henry VIII. Did you ever hear of him? King Henry VIII of England? Oh, mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. Seems they had themselves a king with a lot of wives. Six. Mm. Three Catherines, two Anne's. interchanged. Yeah, and
5: he was always cutting off their heads. No,
4: only two of them. Anne Boleyn and Kate Howard. Ah, poor girl. Now, ma'am, what are you telling me? I was there when they met for the first time. They looked at each other, and each of them became sick. I hear somebody says she's 376 years old. That marriage only. didn't last six months. And they decided to call it quits. she goes on about Henry VIII. I that... was not only her lady-in-waiting. I was also her closest friend. So you can take it from me. That marriage was never consummated. Oh, oh. Now, why are you blushing?
5: Well, man, that, uh, that sort of thing, it just ain't, uh, discussed in mixed company.
4: So why not?
5: Well, because, uh, well, because it ain't
4: refined. Oh, but... it ain't refined. No. Well. Was it refined of you to swindle all those poor miners out of their life savings?
5: Well, now, ma'am, when you see sheep, get out the scissors, because if you
4: don't share them, somebody else will. Oh, I should have let those vigilantes hang you. Next time I will. Well, to continue. Ann and I were sent home to Cleves. Well, both of us died the same year, at 1557. I caught a fever. So you see, I'm really 42. How do I look for 42? You look beautiful. Ah, now what am I going to do with you, Billy? Do with me? Well, you saved my life. Oh, no, I preserved it. It remains to be seen if I saved it. Ma'am, why? Why, why did you save me? You don't know me. You, you could have been killed. It's my job to save you. Your job? Well, I'm your guardian angel. My, my What? I believe you heard me. My my guardian angel. See? You did hear me.
5: You mean there is such a
4: thing as a, a... If there weren't, what would I be doing here? A guardian angel. You see, I died. I went to heaven. What do you want to do, they asked. Play a harp, sing, be a guardian angel? Well, that's what I picked.
5: I do believe you're serious
4: Well, actually, I'm not old enough to be a full-time guardian angel You ain't old enough Oh, no You need a few thousand years of experience So what I get now is relief work You know, when the regular G.A. goes on vacation or needs time off I fill in I I don't understand any of it Who says you have to? Anyhow, I'm supposed to fill in for your regular G.A. for a while.
5: <laughs> I didn't know I had one.
4: Oh, everybody's got one. Well, she never did anything for me. Well, how do you know? Your guardian angel is only required to make sure you get what you really deserve. And you decided I didn't deserve to hang. Oh, not just for swindling. Um, by the way, what was that swindle, anyhow? I I heard a man say something about... No, no, it wasn't that much. I don't know
5: what them rubes are so upset about. I I sold them 100,000 acres of land at only a penny an acre.
4: What kind of land? Well, it was, um, desert. Desert?
5: Like this? Uh, yes, ma'am. Like this. Hmm.
4: Sandy, rocky desert? (laughs) Now, Billy, who'd give even a penny for the whole kit and caboodle of
5: it? Well, ma'am, I said there was very likely gold in it. See, I heard about an Indian legend, so I salted a piece of it. Salted? Well, uh, ma'am, yes. You uh, plant a few grains of gold in a place where you think the suckers will kind of likely to see it, you know? And that's what you did? Yes, ma'am. They must have seen it, because they sure were in a sweat to buy up the land. <laughs> they thought they were swindling me. I see. Uh, well, uh, now, w- what happens now? You going to uh, stay by my side?
4: Well, I'll be in the vicinity to keep an eye on you. Uh, hey,
5: uh, Where are you going?
4: Oh, I have a dinner date with my cousin Anna Cleves and Henry VIII. They're very friendly now that they're divorced. Good night.
2: Well,
5: if that don't beat all, I could be dreaming. I could be dreaming this whole thing. Bartender, I'm buying a drink for every man, woman, and child in the house. Hey,
2: it's Bunko
4: Billy Baxter.
5: <laughs> you didn't get hanged. Yeah, it's Billy Boy Baxter, and where I am, the action is.
4: Hello, Billy Boy Baxter.
5: Oh, chastity. Chastity Cleveland, my own true love. Come on, sit down. Hey, have you been true to me?
4: I've been as true to you, Billy, as you've been true to me. Who was the woman? What woman? The woman who saved your life.
5: I've never seen her before.
4: You're lying to me, Billy. Chastity,
5: honey, it's the honest truth.
4: That woman rode up to a lynching party of 47 armed and angry men all by herself and shot five of them out of the saddle. And no woman to do that for a man unless she was mad with love for him.
5: Well, she is my guardian angel.
4: What are you trying to tell me? The truth. If I ever see her around here, Billy, oh, I'm...
5: Oh, honey, ain't you glad to see me?
4: I just don't want to see any other woman hanging around. Baby,
5: she's 376 years old.
4: You expect me to believe
2: that?
5: all right. She's 42. Darling, let's talk about you and me and the money. Whoop a dye ya yo get along. Hello, Billy. Whoa there, but... but, Whoa!
4: Oh, it's you. Glad to see me. Yes, ma'am. All right, then, Billy, to business. Business? Mm Mm-hmm. We have some unfinished business. Uh, meaning what, ma'am? Oh, call me Mother Billy. Sounds so much more intimate than (laughs) ma'am. Well, yes, ma'am. Uh, (laughs) I mean,
5: uh, mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's the nature of this unfinished business?
4: Well, it has to do with what the Bible calls the root of all evil.
5: Yeah. I assume you're talking
4: about money. And you assume correctly. I have in my mind the sum of $10,000. $10,000? To the penny. It's the sum you stole from Mr. Jethro and his friends in the silver mining community of Dead Man's Gulch. Oh, that money. Yes, indeed. Well, um, what about it? What about it? Well, Billy, I want it.
3: She wants it. Is this a way for a guardian angel to talk? Now, you happen to be in possession of practically all of the facts in the case here. Who is our friend Alida? We know who she says she is, but is it true? On the other hand, why should we doubt her? But then, why does she want the money? We keep getting in deeper. Who knows how much further we'll go in the second act... Kelly, and I'm Henry Winkler, and the two of us will be co-hosting one of the biggest TV specials of the year on Thursday evening, December the 9th, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time on the CBS Television Network. It's called America Salutes
5: Richard Rodgers, the sound of his music. Two hours of the best show music in the world performed by stars like Diane Carroll, Vic DeMone, Sammy Davis, Sandy Duncan, Lena Horne, and John Wayne. And many of your all-time favorite musical scenes from movies like South Pacific, Oklahoma, and Carousel. Oh, it's going to be incredible, Gene. Right you are, Henry. And I'm proud to be a part of this tribute to a real musical genius. You said it all. So remember, everyone, Richard Rodgers, the sound of his music, Thursday night, December 9th, tv check your local listings for time and channel two wonderful hours of family entertainment
0: brought to you by anheuser-busch st louis brewers of budweiser the king of beers
6: you know there's no mystery of the fabulous flavor of real imported polish ham they're fully cooked always easy to prepare so say goodbye to cooking over a hot stove when you'd rather be out having fun now how do you do it well, you just slice Polish ham for delicious sandwiches or pile it up on salads or cube it for casseroles. Any way you serve it, Krakus or Atalanta always make delightful, ready-to-eat enjoyable meals. They're conveniently packed in two, three, five, and seven-pound tins, or ask for any quantity you need, sliced from the large 12-pound size. And keep an extra can of Krakus or Atalanta ham in your refrigerator. You'll love the convenience. Your family and guests will love its great taste. Polish hams have been imported for more than 25 years by New York Commodities Corporation. Available at all Acme supermarkets.
0: At last, now there's a fabulous new substitute for margarine. The perfect spread, an ideal ingredient for cooking and baking. This substitute is made from a centuries-old formula handed down from cow to cow. Its marvelous taste adds distinctive flavor to every dish. And the substitute is loaded with natural vitamins. It even has the same calorie count as margarine. And this amazing discovery is made without chemical additives because it comes from pure whole milk. Yes, it takes 11 and a half quarts to make one pound. And what is this delicious natural product called? Butter. That's B U T T E R, as in hotel bar butter. So, members of the merger and generation, let's all delight in the taste thrill of real hotel bar butter. Let's spread the good word. Butter! Hotel bar butter!
3: What is reality? Well, the first approach is to consult the dictionary. Here we are told it is the state or the quality of being real, for which we thank Mr. Webster very much. He also says factual, true to life. What is a fact and what is life? Does it become clearer when he tells us fidelity to nature? Well, let's just go along with this story and see what happens.
4: You, you want the money? Billy... I must remind you of a promise. What promise? At that very dramatic moment, when you were able to lift that noose from your neck and ride away to freedom, you said to me, if there's ever anything I can do for you, you remember?
5: Oh, yeah. I remember. Hmm. So, that's why you did it. For the money, huh?
4: The money was important.
5: You want the money for yourself.
4: Oh, no, no, no. Not for me. But you said you wanted the money. I want the money returned. Returned? To who? To its rightful owners, Mr. Jethro and his friends. Oh.
5: Well, <laughs> no.
4: Yes, Billy.
5: But, but they're born suckers.
4: I want the money returned. Listen, we have to,
5: to fulfill our destiny. Don't try my patience. Now, if a man's destiny is to be a sucker, he's going to be unhappy if you rob him of the opportunity. Return the money. Somebody else will only swindle him out of it. I told you that before. But
4: that somebody else won't be my guardian angel's responsibility. Return the money.
5: I don't... I don't have it. Billy. Well, that is, uh, chastity's holding it for me.
4: About girls like chastity, Billy. I know, I know. But you see, I
5: gave her the money for, uh, safekeeping. Understand? Take
4: it back from her. But half of it belongs to her. None of it belongs to her. All of it belongs to those citizens of dead Man's Gulf. But if I tell her I want to give the money back... Billy, that's the end of the subject. It can't be done. I should have let Mr. Jethro and his friends hang you. You know, the next time I will... What do you mean, next time you will? That should be obvious. What do you mean? Billy, it's always a matter of time for a man in your profession, isn't it? Sooner or later... The flim, flam, falls flat. And the marks, the suckers, the robes, whatever. They put the rope around your neck. <laughs> Don't even joke about it. Oh, I'm absolutely serious. And so, you must mend your waist. You must return the money. And you must seek honest employment. But I... I can't. Very well. A week from now. A month from now. A year from now. The scene shall be reenacted. Oh, the place will be elsewhere. The supporting cast will be different. But the central character will still be you. And the rope will be around your neck. And this time I shall stand by, unseen and silent. You mean
5: you won't save me?
4: Oh, yes. I shall save you. Truly save you. Save you from a further life of crime. Escort you from this world of temptation and sin into a higher, purer place. No. Then you must return the money. But, uh, chastity's got it. What, what can I say to
5: chastity? Oh, something will occur to you. Oh, you don't know chastity. When she gets her hands on a silver dollar, she strangles the eagle to death. Oh. Now, Chastity
4: You've been out in the sun too long now,
5: Believe in You've me You've been
4: eating some of that local wheat out in the desert Now,
5: now listen to or me Or smoking now, Chastity, this will be bread cast upon the waters You never read the good book?
4: Bread cast upon the waters floats But hard currency sinks oh, Darling, have faith In whom? In me <sighs> What's the scheme? Scheme? Oh, I know you, Billy You ain't giving this money back to the suckers Out of the goodness of that stony heart of yours let me hear
5: it. Darling, I have seen the light. Oh, sure. Where am I heading? That's what I wanna know. Toward a rope. Toward a certain fatal sunrise and a hanging tree. Chastity. Help save me. I'm frightened. I bet. Now don't mock me. I am looking into the awful face of fear. Don't leave them hang me. Who's
4: gonna hang
5: you? They will. Sooner or later. I'm mending my ways. I'm gonna labor for my daily bread. You're gonna what? Live by the sweat of my brow and the fruits of my toil. I'll, uh, I'll work in a store. A dry goods store.
4: Billy, really, I never heard you talk like this before.
5: Yeah, and I never heard me talk like this either.
4: Well, what's come over you?
5: Oh, I don't know. It's a kind of new spirit.
4: You mean you'll take a job? Yeah. In a store? Well, why not? Well, you don't have to work in a store. You can own a store. We got ten thousand silver dollars. We can buy a store.
5: No, Chastity. Stolen money cannot lay a secure foundation for an honest life.
4: You mean we'd have us a little house and little children?
5: Yeah. Oh. And we would obey the commandment to be fruitful and multiply. Oh. If it ain't old Billy Baxter. Honest Abe. Just the man I'm looking for. Uh, Why are you looking for me, Honest? Billy, this is something right up your alley. Honest Abe, you see what I'm doing? I'm taking my wallet out of my pants pocket, placing it in my shirt pocket, and holding my hand over my heart and feeling it securely.
2: Mm, You always did
5: love a good
4: joke. Yeah, let me buy you a drink.
5: Oh, Then you are serious. This
4: is the hustle
5: of a lifetime. Not interested. Hear me out. I won't even listen. The dream situation. Only the best people. You, me, Fingers, McNulty. When I Wellington... I, uh... I see they're uh, starting to graze sheep in this county. Dream situation. San Francisco. Yeah, it's going to rouse up the cattle folk. The cover is an old-time respectable brokerage house. Glad I don't own a ranch. Wealthy conservative quintile. They'll be shooting. They'll buy mining stock from us. All we can print. It's a shame the way they're going to kill each other. Well, we have to buy the name, the Goodwill. Of the company And that's why I'm gonna get me a job in a store and Plus we have to grease a palm here and there <laughs> And then I'll sell to both sides So we need startup money, say
2: 50,000
5: And There'll be five of us Each man's share 10 grand Now, you must have 10 grand, Benny. I turned over a new leaf, Abe Can the leopard change its spots? <laughs> Think it over, Vinnie Ain't nothing to think about Go ahead, sleep on it And see if you still want to tell me that In the morning
4: Oh, it's you May I come in? Uh,
5: well, would it be proper and all For you to come inside a gentleman's room? Close the
4: door I just saw Chastity leave here after she'd brought in several very large, very heavy leather bags. Well, uh, she's a big girl. I assume it's the $10,000? Uh, yeah. Then I assume we are ready to return to Dead Man's Gulch. Well, are we?
5: Are we? Well, are we?
4: Uh, no. No, we ain't. For what reason? Well, for the reason that I decided I ain't going to give back the money. I changed my mind. You changed your mind? Mm-hmm. Honest Abe's been talking to you, hasn't he? Huh. How did you know? Oh, I saw the two of you with your heads together in the saloon last evening. Well, what if he has? What has he sold you? Well, you're a guardian angel. You're supposed to know everything. If you're so smart, you tell me. Let me tell you what I see in the future. I see a jail, a cell, and I see you inside. And that is the finale of the scheme. Are the grubby details important? Now, you stay away from it. I can't stay away from it. Did you see the look on Chastity's face this morning? Oh, she's ready for a new life. A beautiful life. The life she's always dreamed
5: of. Oh, she won't be happy either. Who are we kidding, Chastity and me? We are confidence operators, the two of us.
4: It's in the blood. Oh, now, Billy, give it a chance.
5: Oh, Sure. The leopard can't change his spots. I'm a hustler. That's how I was made. That's all I know. It's all I can do. Even if it gets you a rope around your neck? It's my destiny. Oh, Billy. What do you want? I told you. I want to be left alone. No. Out of life. I I, I don't want to think about it.
4: Well, everybody thinks about it. Even a hustler.
5: I... I'm looking for the... For the greatest, the all-time, the biggest hustle ever conceived by the mind of man. That's what I want to pull off.
4: And suppose you did. Then what?
5: Then I would die happy. Uh, well, I I mean, I would live happily ever after. And would you retire? Sure. There'd be no more worlds to conquer. Nothing more to prove.
4: All right, Billy. I'll help you. Help me? Help me do what? If you promise to retire immediately afterwards, I'll help you bring off the biggest hustle in history.
3: Listen to who's talking. You've heard of marriages that were made in heaven, but swindles, con games, hustles? Well, a word of caution. It's all a matter of how these things are defined. And we're going to have some definitions when I return shortly with Act 3.
5: I guess I'm lucky. My family's always been healthy. Oh, a touch of constipation now and then. But we've got X-lax for that.
0: When you need a laxative, shouldn't your first choice be the one more families buy than any other? That's today's X-lax. Families like the chocolatey taste. You'll like the way X-Lax works gently overnight for relief in the morning. Next time, make gentle, chocolatey X-Lax your first choice
6: for occasional use only as directed.
1: We've always been healthy, and X-Lax is part of that.
6: Here's important news for you. Dependable Dean has launched a revolutionary new price policy, lowering all carpet prices to rock bottom. Now, this means that every carpet in Dean's stores carries an astonishingly low price tag with no, repeat, no exceptions. The carpet you want is right here at Dean's at the lowest possible price. You can always depend on Dean for the finest floor covering, help from salesmen who care, and prompt service. And right now, you can get 12-inch by 12-inch Ken tile touchdown vinyl asbestos floor tiles for only 33 cents each. Yes, 33 cents. Install a beautiful 10-foot by 10-foot floor yourself in two hours or less, and for under $35. Succumb to Dependable Dean and save on tile, on Broadloom, and Remnant Rugs. Dean stores are located throughout New Jersey, and they're open Monday through Saturday from 9.30 a.m. until 9.30 p.m. And remember... You can't spell dependable without D-E-A-N.
3: A A swindle of some proportion is about to be perpetrated. Usually, these things are the work of the devil. But here, we're about to see one that's the work of an angel.
7: A guardian
3: angel. Can this be true? Did we hear her right?
5: Let's check back.
4: Billy, I'll help you bring off the biggest hustle in history.
5: You can't be serious.
4: Why? Well, you're
5: my guardian angel.
4: I know. But you see, Billy, you're an infectious person. Your enthusiasm is hard to resist. But a, a swindle? Well, it'll be a kind of a borderline swindle. Yeah, but now now won't you get into trouble? Probably not. At most, uh, a reprimand. I'll chance it.
5: Why? Why are you doing this for me?
4: First, ask me what I'm doing for you. Well? First, you return the money. Yeah. The question is, how? Just uh, hand it over, huh? No. You see, you sold land. Yeah, worthless land. Was that land created by the Lord? Yes, ma'am. Well, since everything created by the Lord is precious, then there is no such thing as worthless land.
5: Well, in a manner of speaking, however, it ain't rained on that land since a year one. Yeah, that's true. And it ain't never gonna rain there either. Who says so? Well, who says so? Well, uh, it ain't ever likely to. It could. How?
4: If somebody put in a good word to the rainmaker.
5: The rainmaker? Mm
4: Mm-hmm. He's a friend of mine. Are you sure you know what you're talking talking? about? Certainly. What does it take to make a land of milk and honey?
5: Well, I I never thought about it uh, one way or another.
4: Rain. Rain creates a land of green valleys and blue waters. Rain yields up the treasures of the earth. Yeah? Of course. Well, I still don't see... Now go to those people and say... Yeah, but no, no, wait, wait. What's the swindle? Well, you swindled them once when you sold them worthless land. Now swindle them again by buying it back. Well, how is that a swindle? Because it will be worthless land no longer. How? My friend the rainmaker. I'll ask him for a little rain. But... but will he give it to me? <laughs> the best parties upstairs are given by Henry Eighth, and they're very exclusive. Not everyone who wants to gets to go. I could arrange for him to be invited. Oh, he could just as easily arrange for a little rain to fall.
5: (laughs) You'd need more than a little.
4: I know. Torrents. Cloudburst, of course.
5: And those hundred thousand acres. Right in the middle. Yeah. And once the grass grows and the trees. Think of what
4: that land'll be worth. I'll
5: get it back for a penny an acre. I'll sell it for.
4: For millions,
5: for millions. A land of milk and honey. <laughs> the hustle, the greatest hustle in history. And it's mine.
7: All mine.
4: Billy, are you sure you want to do this?
5: Yes, Jeff, did darling?
4: Well, it ain't too late to head for San Francisco. No. I spoke to Honest Aid. It's tempting, Billy. Tempting. Yeah, I know. He said it could be the hustle of a lifetime.
5: Put it behind you, darling.
4: Billy, you gonna be strong enough to go through with it? Yeah. Well, be strong enough for two. Because I'm gonna weaken.
5: Well, now, Chastity, you just think of that little cottage. Little curly-headed babies.
4: Yes, Billy. That's what I'm, I'm doing. That's what I'm starting to weaken.
5: Have faith, Chastity. Have faith. Hey, it's Billy Baxter. Get a rope. Now, hold on. huh. why should we hold on, Billy Baxter? Why shouldn't we hang you right here now? Because cause I got something to say. You got nothing to say to us.
4: Sir, you look like a God-fearing man. Billy Baxter has learned there is something greater than the grubby of Gaines. Billy Baxter has found humanity.
5: Well, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. Yes, I lied to you. Yes, I stole your money. Yes, I deserve to hang. But I was spared. You were there. You saw me spared. Wasn't it a miracle? Wasn't it the work of the Lord? Answer, Brother Jethro, answer. Well... Why was I spared? Because I prayed... I pray, Lord, spare me, and I shall change my sinful ways. I have sinned. I shall repent. Gentlemen and ladies of Dead Man's Gulch, I sold you worthless land, barren, rocky, sandy waste. What can I do to atone? I shall buy it back. I stand ready to buy it back. I have your stolen $10,000. Let me buy it back from you and get myself in right with the Lord. Come here. Oh, Bunko Billy Baxter. Sit down. Well, now, I don't understand, Jethro. I'm willing to buy back this outrageous desert I sold you, but no one wants to talk to me. Well, I know. Well, can't you blame them? You know your reputation. Well, yeah, but... You... Folks are confused. They think it's a trick. Well, what kind of a trick? Who knows? Nobody believes Bunko Billy wants to buy worthless land. I... I'm telling you, Jethro, I've seen the light. I believe you, son. But we got some hard customers out there. Well, what am I going to do? I promised the Lord I'd make good. Lord. Sure. You know what the land's like. What could I possibly have up my sleeve? Yeah, beats me. But the folks around here are so snake-bitten on the subject of Billy Baxter, they just can't think straight. Well, now, if a criminal wants to reform, shouldn't honest folk help him?
2: Yes, Billy.
5: Well, help me, Jethro. Help me. I swear, I'm sincere. Well, I... I'll try to talk to the men. I don't know what I can do. I'm willing to buy back my acres. Yeah, but I need everybody.
3: I'll tell you what's killing it for everybody. You see,
5: you ride in here and what you propose is an even swap. Now, I want to give back the money. Well, that ain't Bunko Billy's style. Yeah, but I ain't Bunko Billy no more. I'm William Baxter, Jr., about to become a dry goods clerk. <laughs> no, Billy. You'll always be Bunko Billy. But it ain't fair. Life ain't fair. Give him a profit. A profit? Offer us more than what we pay for. Oh, I see. Jethro, you're holding me up. That's the way it goes. Why? Because we're in the driver's seat. I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. Oh, you're doing it out of fear. I could say, forget it. You can't. You're not buying land from us. No? What do you think I'm buying? Salvation. You're saving your soul. All right. All right, how much you want? How much you got? Well, the 10,000, it's all I got in the world. The ten is all you have to show for all the years of hustling and swindling? Why else do you suppose I want to go straight? Uh, we bought for a penny an acre. We'll sell for two cents. But that's another $10,000. You're getting off cheap. Where can I raise 10000 I understand your friend Honest Abe's in town. Yeah, well, why would he give me ten grand? Hustling. But... No sucker... Like another hustler, is a Look, I swear to you, this 10 grand is all I have. 100,000 acres at two cents an acre. 20,000 knocks it down. Oh, you're a hard man, Jethro. This week, the price is two cents an acre. Next week, it rises to three. Billy? Oh, Oh, I was looking for you. Uh, they're, they're holding me up. Well,
4: it's to be expected. Uh, what am I going to do? Oh, you can raise another ten, Billy, from Honest Abe. Abe?
5: Well, hmm. yeah, maybe. Jethro may be right. There's no sucker like a flim-flam artist.
4: It's because you want to believe in your own hustle.
5: Well, even at 20,000, it's far and away the greatest swindle of all time.
4: Uh, oh. Is that thunder?
5: I didn't hear anything. it well, uh, might have been my imagination.
4: Then again, may not be. I did speak to my friend, the rainmaker, and he may be preparing. Well,
5: uh, don't don't let it rain now. Oh, of course not. No, no, you'll kill it. Not till I
4: get the deeds. All right. The very next day after you buy the land back, there is going to be a rainstorm the like of which you have never seen. I could
5: have sworn I heard thunder. Well, it happens out in the desert. You think maybe. No, honest Abe, I'm sure. Maybe you wanted to hear it. No, it was thunder. Could have been cannons firing at Fort Apache. 45 miles away? On a clear day. Abe, listen. I told you the story, everything. Well, sounds crazy. It was a miracle. Oh, I wish you could have seen her. A guardian angel? Abe, you, you know that crowd in Dead Man's Gulch? Yeah. Well, they'd as soon shoot you down as look at you. Oh, well, that's true. They had that rope around my neck. They had blood in their eyes. And she rode up just as calm as you please. But She shot the pipe out of Jack the Strangler's mouth. Jack the Strangler? Yeah. And nobody made a move. Now, could a human woman scare them like that? Oh, Abe, they felt her presence. Come on. Get in on the ground floor for 10000 This ten is for San Francisco. No, it's for a land of milk and honey. And uh, it's going to rain the day after we make the deal? The very next day after we make the deal. Chastity, darling. Hello, Miss
4: Chastity. What are you doing here, William? Why ain't you showing up for work in the store? What's this, work in the store, Billy? His name is William. Uh,
5: Now, uh, uh, honey, sit sit down and have a drink. Uh,
4: I thought there was supposed to be no more drinking. No more drinking? Oh, you be quiet, Honest Abe. And no more sitting around low places like this. Well,
5: Angel, I I, I mean... uh, Honey... You I... were
4: supposed to have bought back the land.
5: When I did, I got the titles right here in my pocket.
4: And then you were supposed to report to Mr. Catterwiler's store and take a job.
5: Well, uh, there's been a slight change in plan. What change? You see, we now own a 100,000 acres of... Of worthless
4: barren desert. No, 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 no.
5: Correction. Soon to become a land of milk and honey.
4: What are you saying? You heard me. A land of milk and Honey? Them 100,000 acres?
5: The very same.
4: Oh, you've been in the sun too long.
5: It will become a land of milk and honey. The rains will come. They will nourish the earth. And slowly, slowly, the land will become fertile.
4: He's crazy. My
2: darling Billy is crazy.
5: And it's all going to start today. Today, which is exactly 24 hours after I bought back the land. And at any moment, the skies will open and there shall be rain. Good afternoon, Brother William. Oh, Jethro, it's a pleasure to see you. What are you doing in this sinful town? (laughs) (laughs) I made a little profit on a little land deal and I just thought I'd have me a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do that, Jethro. You enjoy yourself. I, uh, Hope you brought a raincoat and a poncho and boots. Whatever for? <laughs> You'll find out. You'll find out. What'll I find out, Brother William? Oh, oh, there's my wife. i told her to meet me here. I'd like to introduce you. Alita. Alita, honey. Right over here. ah, <gasps> uh, Alita. Lovely woman, ain't she?
4: Henry Jethro, what are you doing in a low dive like this?
5: Alita, honey, I'd like you to meet a nice young fellow by the name of Bunko Billy Baxter.
4: How do you do, sir? But she's... She's...
5: Beautiful. Of course. But she's more than that. She's my guardian angel.
3: And in the end... It's the con man who becomes the biggest sucker of them all. Because the soul he sells is always his own. His ultimate victim must be himself. I hope you don't think I'm conning you when I insist I shall return shortly. Put
5: your trust in what you feel. Put your trust in what is real. Give your cold rest to contact.
3: In my hand is a little capsule. It's tiny, yet it contains enough cold medicine to help relieve cold symptoms caused by every known virus. It's Contact, the same 12-hour contact you can buy. This year, Contact with its tiny time pills will touch more lives, help more colds, than any other cold medicine, tablet or liquid. Think about that the next time you're sick, sneezing, dripping, or clogged up. Then let us help you with real medicine, like Contact.
6: We're number one in the whole world. Give contact,
7: real medicine for real cause, take only as direct, you know, when you're making a shirt and you've got
0: to worry about all those different things, like material and dies and stitches and buttons, and the collar and the cuffs and the label and buttonholes and seams and pockets, and the cut and the style and the fit, there's a lot of ways to miss But when making shirts is what you've been doing for as long as the Arrow Shirt Company, you don't miss. Which is why it's hard to miss with Arrow. Arrow makes shirts that look good, feel good, and fit good, from the collar to the tail. Shirts that look like today, but don't look like yesterday, a month after you bought them. Shirts that are worth exactly what they cost, button for button, and stitch for stitch. Shirts. That's what Arrow makes, and sells more of than anybody else.
2: It's hard to
7: miss with Arrow, Arrow, Arrow America's shirt maker.
1: We have Harry and Joan Mazarak who are going with a Carvel store where? In, in
2: Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Virginia.
1: Lynchburg, Virginia? Okay. Now, what do you, how do you propose to teach the people in Lynchburg, Virginia about uh, Carvel ice cream? What are you going to say to them? Well, it's one of the best ice creams on the
3: market today and probably one of the, or is the heaviest, on the market today. Mm-hmm. We make it fresh daily. Uh, we can make any type of product that they want
1: that's dealing with ice cream. Who's the cake decorator? Can you make special cakes? We want the special cakes. Well, we both make cakes, but uh, one of us makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes it? Who he makes does. it a little better? He does? He does. He's, He's a better cake decorator? Yeah. yeah? All right. Now, you're going to do catering services? Yes, definitely. In other words, you'll make any kind of a product anyone wants? Right. Any way at all? Right. And you're located in Lynchburg, Virginia? Yes. Correct. Thank you.
7: This is Jeffrey Holder for the wonderful WOR Children's Christmas Fund. Every year, we ask you to give to the WOR Children's Christmas Fund. But have you ever wondered just what your contribution actually means to the children? Well, for example, your donation of $10 will buy a winter jacket, a knitted hat and mittens, a pair of jeans and a T-shirt for a boy three to six years old. That's a lot of Christmas for children who don't have much to begin with. Be as generous as you can this year. Send your check or money order to the W.O.R. Children's Christmas Fund, Box 710, Times Square Station, New York 1036. Thank you.
3: We have endeavored to present an exercise in reality, how to determine its existence. Well, would you like to get bogged down even deeper? What could be more real than a court of law? What could be more real than a specifically worded statute? Okay? So, how come the highest group of judges in the land can actually split right down the middle on reality? However, all of you should reach a unanimous decision to tune us in seven times each week. Our cast included Russell Horton, Robert Dryden, and E.V. Jester. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.
6: W.O.R. Mystery Theater was also brought to you in part by ShopRite Supermarkets, where you get a lot more for a little less. The preceding program was furnished by CBS Radio. And now these notes for you from our community calendar. W.O.R.'s George Meade will speak at tomorrow evening's meeting of the Spide and Dival chapter of Women's American Art. The meeting is at 8.30 at the Churchill Club, and that's at 2500 Johnson Avenue in Riverdale, New York. The community is cordially invited to attend. Remember to get those Christmas cards in the mail by December 10th if you want to be sure they get to their destination by Christmas. That's a reminder from WOR and the U.S. Postal Service. Friends of the Arts will present a Christmas medieval fair at Coe Hills Planting Fields in Oyster Bay, New York, Saturday and Sunday, 11.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The number to call is 516-676-8286. This is WOR New York, the talk of New York. Stay to you now for the news at 8 o'clock with John Wingate. At the tone, 8 o'clock. Booze Air.
0: case goes to jury. They are beamed to go to planes. Accusations about oil and politicians in New Jersey. It is 42 degrees. That's 6 Celsius in mid Manhattan. Weather Watch Outlook. Rain ending this evening. Then partial clearing and turning sharply colder later tonight. Partly sunny, windy, and cold tomorrow with a high only in the middle 30s. Good evening. John Wingate with the 8 o'clock news featuring each night what they think about the market, the stock of market column, and the opinion of those whose business is Wall Street. Seagram Ayer Samuel Bronfman's kidnap case has gone to a state Supreme Court jury in White Plains, New York. The panel of seven women and five men got the case at 6.09 p.m., but the jurors have gone out to dinner before beginning deliberations tonight. The jury spent most of this afternoon listening to the charge. A review of the legal problems in the eight-week trial by Justice George Bysheim, Jr. If the jury decides to convict, accused kidnappers Mel Patrick Lynch and Dominic Byrne could face a minimum 15 years in prison and a maximum of life. Early today, Prosecutor Jeffrey Orlando spent 90 minutes summing up the state's case against Lynch, a 38-year-old New York City fireman, and Byrne, a 54-year-old limousine service operator. Orlando belittled the defense claims that there was homosexual love between Lynch and Bronfman, and that the kidnapping was a hoax engineered by Bronfman to get ransom money from his father. Orlando said, quote, Sam Bronfman doesn't need money. If Sam Bronfman wanted anything, all he had to do was to go to his dad, unquote. New York state officials say millions of dollars have been stolen from motor vehicle offices and stricter accountability is in store. Motor Vehicle Commissioner James Melton says the money has been stolen over the past 50 years by clerks from registration and license renewal fees. Full investigations have been conducted recently in five of the state's 109 license and registration offices. Stealing was uncovered in all five. Melton says the Cayuga County office was so bad it had to be closed. Stealing was also detected in the Dutchess County, Genesee County, Nassau County, and Staten Island offices. Melton says henceforth there'll be new accounting methods and equipment to detect and prevent such stealing. The mayors of Syracuse and New York City, Mayor Abe Beam of New York City, will be among seven mayors to meet with Jimmy Carter next Tuesday in Plains, Georgia. Syracuse Mayor Lee Alexander says they will discuss the future of the nation's cities and the Carter administration's urban policies. Also on hand will be the mayors of Detroit, Newark, Milwaukee, New Orleans, and Anchorage, Alaska. WOR710 News Time.
6: Three minutes past eight o'clock. If you were to come to France, you would see that four excellent champagnes, Piper, Moet, Mum, and Charbot, cost about the same. Yet in New York, a bottle of vintage Charbot champagne costs only $8.99. About $5 less than the others. I, René Charbot, would like you to know why. When the piper, Moet, or Mum leave France, they first go to large importers, then to distributors, so the price goes up twice.